Welcome to the GBNI podcast. Our vision is that Girls Brigade in Northern Ireland will be recognised as a dynamic, Christ-centred organisation, effectively reaching out to all girls to value, nurture and equip them for life. We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the GEMS podcast. This is Phoebe and I am the GEMS rep for District 11 and I recently wrote a blog post about self-control. Yeah, so I wrote about self-control, which is the last fruit of the spirit. So I thought that I would just share that with you guys today. So let's take a look at self-control. Um, I've always loved looking at the fruits of the spirit and I think they are vitally important. However, I have to admit that self-control is often the one that I would overlook or pay less attention to. And I don't really know why. Maybe it's because it's the last one. Uh, maybe it's because it's not as attractive or as cool as love or joy. I don't know. Either way, self-control is just as essential as any other of the fruits of the spirit. But exactly what does it mean? Well, the dictionary definition defines self-control as the ability to control oneself. And that seems pretty self-explanatory. However, I think as God's children, we should consider it slightly differently. Um, As humans in a fallen world, we love control. We love it. We love to feel like we're in control of situations, scenarios, and in some cases, even other people. Um, And some of us are actually quite good at being in control in certain situations. But despite not having the ability to control masses of people or to control even the distribution of food across the world, we have been given the ability to control ourselves. Sounds like an easy task, like we're just one person, how can it be so hard to control one person? <laughs> and you're probably think, reading this thinking, or listening to me saying this, thinking, um, Phoebe, actually, I don't think I would describe it as easy. And you're right, that's true. It is extremely difficult. Uh, We are constantly craving and desiring things that ultimately aren't good for us. In Galatians 5.12, it tells us that the flesh sets its desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another. As humans, our nature is to desire things that are the opposite of what God wants for us. And that's just the reality of living in a fallen world. And it's hard. But do you want to know something else really, really cool? God knows. He knows it's hard for us to choose the opposite of what our beings are desiring, what our flesh is desiring. Even better, he didn't just feel sorry for us. He, his love resulted in action. He's seen his fallen creation. He's seen our pain. He's seen our inability to be all he created us to be. And what did he do about it? Well, John chapter 1 verse 14 tells us that he became flesh and made his home among us. He saved us from ourselves. So how does this relate to our self-control? Well, for those who belong to him, it transforms the definition of what self-control is from the ability to control oneself to the the ability to control oneself through Christ and his spirit. There's a slight difference there if you notice it. It changes the definition of self-control from the ability to control oneself to the ability to control oneself through Christ and his spirit. It turns what ultimately is impossible to something that is more than possible. That's exciting because now all the bad habits that we have, all the desires of our hearts that aren't pure, we can do something about them. We don't have to be controlled by the desires of our flesh anymore. 
Christ didn't only save us, but he also gave us his spirit. He says in John fourteen sixteen, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you an advocate to help you and be with you forever. And it's through the Holy Spirit that we can exercise self-control and say no to the harmful desires of our hearts. In Jesus, we have a source of self-control that is far more powerful than our own human weakness. And you might be asking now, well, why is self-control even important? And I've heard that I heard this illustration before and I just really love it. Um, and I think it describes perfectly how important self-control is. So in Proverbs 25, verse 28, it describes someone with no self-control as a city that is broken into and without walls. You see, a city that has no walls is vulnerable. It has no protection against attack. Likewise, if we lack self-control, we are vulnerable to the enemy's attack, which are very much all around us every day. So now we know that self-control is the ability to control ourselves. We know this is made possible through Christ and the Holy Spirit. We know that it's an important quality to have, but how do we actually do it? Well, I've got three tips that I think will help you as you seek to develop the fruit of self-control in your life. The first one is to be alert. Be aware of the sinful things that are tempting you and choose to commit practicing putting a stop to it as soon as you notice it. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that's an easy thing to do. But whenever you feel those temptations coming in, whenever you feel that you're being tempted, that your desires are of the flesh, try and just be like, you know what? No, I'm just going to stop this right from the start. I think it's easier to stop yourself earlier than it is to wait longer because I think the longer you wait, the harder it is to stop. So yeah, choose to commit to practicing putting a stop to it as soon as you notice it. The second thing would be to use the word of God as your weapon. We see Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness in Matthew 4, 1-11. He used God's word in his battle against the enemy and we can do the same thing. We can read the word and, and see all the promises that, that God has given us and use them as our strength, use them as our weapon in this fight against our flesh. Um, the third tip that I have for you is to rely on the strength of the spirit and not your own strength. Ask God for help. There is no need for you to do it alone when you have a heavenly father who is on your side and wants to help you. If we try and, and face the desires of our flesh alone, when we try to exhibit self-control alone, ultimately it's not going to work. I've tried it. I've tried to control myself alone and it just doesn't work we're not as humans here fallen able to control ourselves in that way so we need God and he wants to help us he wants to draw alongside us and help us with this this issue of self-control that we have as humans so those are my three tips for you as you seek to develop the fruit of self-control in your life lastly I want to remind you that it won't happen overnight this is going to take time it's a journey but it's a journey that God wants to go on with you. So are you willing? Are you ready to go on the journey of developing self-control? So I really hope that was encouraging because you no longer have to be under the control of sin. And I just want to remind you of the verse in Romans eight thirty seven that says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Through him who loved us is the important part. We are conquerors of sin we are conquerors of temptation through him who loves us so be encouraged today that you're not in this alone 
that God goes with you wherever you go, whatever you face, whatever temptations you face. And yeah, I hope that you enjoy listening to this podcast and I really hope that you do decide to go on this journey of developing self-control in your life. So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with other leaders. You can get more information on our website, gbni.co.uk, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.